All right, and welcome to this special series of Real Estate Fight Club. This is called What Would You Do, where we tackle Stand, oh my gosh, I don't even know what we talk about. Ethics, violations, and professional standards, violations, and hearings, and all this stuff. Here with me today is Jim Camarada. Hey, Jim. Hey, good morning, Jen. How are you? Good. Uh, how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. It's cold up here. Even though we have a heat wave in Minneapolis, uh, it's probably 32 right now. What did you Which call it one time? Minnesota? Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. And I, I saw a posting the other day on Facebook. People come to Minnesota for the culture. They leave because they can't get the car started. <laughs> they can't get it out of the snow. It's like under the snow. So yes, Jim's from Minnesota with Keller Williams. Um, but Jim, you got a good one for us today. Yeah. Um, I always try to keep them interesting. Yeah. Get, get you stirred up. <laughs> uh, so here's, here's what we got today. Um, we have an agent, uh, call him a, a, a broker or an agent, Smith, okay. who uh, decided to publish uh, some stats and some bar charts and graphics of market share. Okay. And in one of the charts, there was a market share graph for one of his competitors, uh, let's call him Jones, that showed this person as having uh, only a, a 10% listing market share in this particular geographic area. Okay. And Was that correct. Pardon me? Oh my God. I can like see where this train wreck is going. Oh, no. It's not <laughs> but uh, allegedly got the information from uh, his local multiple list system, MLS. Okay. Um, and um, the other agent uh, saw this and said, well, that, that's not accurate. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've, I've got a higher percentage than just 10%. Um, I, I think I'm at least 11%. Okay. Thinking, okay. What's the difference? You know, it's only 1%. Right. But in the mind of the other agent, Jones, uh, Jones felt that um, uh, there was a violation of Article 15 of the Code of Ethics that uh, understated the market share claim and that it was a misleading statement about other real estate professionals. Okay. Oh, decided to file an ethics complaint against Realtor Smith. Is it only, is that code only talking about understating or does it also talk about overstating? It talks about article 15, shall not knowingly or recklessly make false or misleading statements about other real estate professionals, their businesses, or their business practices. So it goes on with some different uh, standards of practice, but it's basically, now, don't trash me. Okay. okay. So in the marketing, the agent was saying that this other agent, like, does it give any more clarity on what the marketing said? It was just like, hey, this guy's got 10%. I've got 10 and a half. I'm better. Yeah. Choose me, basically. Yeah, I'm, I'm better. I got more market share. And this this other realtor has only, um, only 10%. And the other agent said, I've got more than that. I have 11%. I've got closer to 11%. Yeah. So filed a complaint. Well, I think 
the code reads well first of all if people want to read this case it can be found on uh www.jennifermertland.com vault and there's a what would you do uh folder in there and then you just go to the episode and they'll see it yeah so the code case number 15-1 knowing or reckless false statements about competitors <laughs> so title. you know reckless is an interesting word and knowing is an interesting word too, you know, like how it's in difficult to prove if you're like, if the difference is like a 1% difference, it doesn't seem strong enough to make a case a violation to me, unless there was proof that like, I don't know, like they were going back and forth and like they were both at like 10% and it was like, maybe are we 10 or are we 11? And then it's like, well, I'm just going to show that I'm 11 and you're 10, right? I don't know, man. This is so annoying. I know, I know. Um, this is why we have a grievance committee that reviews ethics complaints. It so feels it gets, petty to me. I agree. Unless like the advertisement was like, this guy's terrible, like whatever, right? Like he's, unless he's bad mouthing him, but that's a different code, isn't it? A whole, no, that's part of that, but uh, that that's a different case. But that that's we'll not what we're talking about. We're talking about. Yeah, 1% difference. Uh, and the grievance committee felt that it was worth having a hearing. Really? So it went to a hearing. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. take a a small break. break i need to like calm down about this because it does feel very petty karen was his name karen no Ooh. i'm just kidding Ooh, <laughs> not on the airplanes <laughs> yes, right exactly um i want to tell you about two of our sponsors um the first one is my coach coach john kitchens and right now if you go to coachcode.com he has a lot of stuff coming down the pike a lot of classes that will help you get your blind spots revealed so if you're not where you want to be as an agent it's probably because you just have this blind spot that you can't see. And that's what a coach does for you. And then the second one is Cyberbacker. So you would go to cyberbacker.com and you would um, input Fight Club and Cyberbacker are virtual assistants. So all that tedious crap that you should not be doing, that you're doing to avoid doing actual work, you need to give to a virtual assistant so that you can make sales. All right. So we both agree, Jim, that it feels petty. Mm-hmm. Okay, what did the grievance committee say? Yeah, but every agent and every member of the public has the right to file an ethics complaint. All right, right. So that, that's kind of a given. But the thing is, is like, if it seems like there should be some kind of thing that like, okay, you can file it, but like, if you're found clearly wrong, then you get punished. Well, in our state, in Minnesota, <laughs> uh, there is a grievance committee that will review uh, submissions of ethics complaints. Okay. And the committee, it's usually three people plus legal counsel for the association can review it. And if there's insufficient res uh, 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 information uh, or data and, or if in their opinions based on what was submitted, mm -hmm. they feel that there was no justification or sufficient data to support a complaint, 
they can dismiss it. But they didn't do that. They did, they did not. So there's kind of the safeguard. But they said, well, we don't know. We don't have enough. Let's, let's hear it. Okay. Uh, we got the panel together. And Realtor Smith uh, testified that he'd always been truthful in his advertising uh, and that they were the, the data was based on fact. The fact was this came from the multipleist system. Okay. Well, okay, here's, here's where it gets interesting. Okay. It seems as though there was some sort of glitch in MLS oh, shit. that miscalculated <gasps> some of the data. And so when he discovered this, he went to the administrator of MLS and got an affidavit to that effect that, oops, sorry, we, we, we had a glitch in the system. We had a miscalculation. The market share over the past three months wasn't 10%, mea culpa. It was 10.9%. Stop it. <laughs> I'm not making this stuff up. So, um, I relied on the information from the MLS, he said, and it's always been uh, accurate and there's no reason to suspect that there was any wrongdoing. So that was the case okay. that, uh, that agent put forth to the, uh, the hearing panel. Well, guess what? The hearing panel agreed with him. Yeah, I agree. And what did the other guy say? Does it say what he said? No. Okay. Um, but the hearing panel said that uh, a realtor should be able to rely on generally accurate information Agreed. from reliable sources. Agreed. They reasoned that if, on the other hand, the MLS had shown realtor uh, Jones, uh, for example, as having only 1% market share. Right. Now we're talking a bigger gap than the other uh, agent's reliance on the information would have been reckless. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, like where does reckless begin and end, right? Like it feels like everybody exactly. in this case and including us felt like 1% doesn't feel reckless, but is 2% reckless? That's what, that's why you have five members. But I also it. it's going to depend on how the information was used and what yeah. it says, right? Like 2% yeah. doesn't feel reckless if you're like, you know, this person's got 10% and this person has 12%. I mean, it, it, it doesn't matter that much, right? And I've done that in the past too. You know, I'll go to multiple you lists, reckless. Or metrics, no. and I'll pull the, the statistical, uh -huh. statistical yeah. data. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I rely on that information. And so- Yeah, you should be able to reasonably rely on it. And that's what the committee found. And they said that uh, the comparison with other real estate professionals, while slightly inaccurate, was based on usually accurate and reliable information and had been made in good faith. And while technically misleading, had not been knowing or reckless, therefore not found in violation of Article 15. Agreed, but I'm surprised it even went to a hearing. I was surprised too, but it did. And that's why there are no precedents. We don't always know what decisions were made in other cases. Every case is on its own merits. And that's what makes this whole process so interesting. I know, I don't, I'm not convinced that that's a good thing, but we'll, we'll have to fight about that another day, shall we? Well, that comes right from our NAR. And that Jim, but when I'm the czarina of real estate, I can change it. This is all right. <laughs> You'll have to curtsy. You, Your Highness? Yes. 
or your loneliness. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim, if um, people have a referral for you in Minnesota, what is the best way to get a hold of you? Okay, they can either call or email. Email is jimcamarada at kw.com or call or text at 612-562-7461. Beautiful. All right. Yeah. Thank, you. My phone. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.